You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We're just about to enter the last Mishnah of the tractate of Shukalim, the eighth chapter of the eighth Mishnah. And the subject matter is very, very routine, very operational. It deals with how we place the limbs of the daily burnt offerings. The limbs of the daily burnt offering were placed on the half of the ramp downwards on the west side. So the Kohanim would actually bring the limbs of the burnt offering halfway up the ramp and then they'd go off and they'd say Shema. Remember they're bringing this in the morning. So they'd go off and they'd say Shema and then they would come back and offer the limbs up on the altar. So we're dealing here with the operational detail of operating the Beit Midash. And as I said, some commentators are surprised that this comes in the Mishnah Shikalim. But if we take a step back for a second, it's not a surprise that we began the Mishnah with collection of the half shekel from everybody in Israel. The rich doesn't give more than a half shekel and the poor don't give less. And these shekels are dedicated to the upkeep and maintenance and the sacrifices offered in the temple. So the activity of the temple is a communal activity that encompasses the whole of the people of Israel. And we've seen this again and again as we've gone through the Mishnah Shkai. Recording in progress. So it should not be a surprise to us that the Mishnah, having begun with every single person in Israel, now finishes right at the centre of the temple with the daily sacrifices, which are purchased with the heart with the funds raised in the half shekel so the limbs of the daily burnt offering are placed on the ramp on the west side and those are the additional offering the musaf offering are placed on the half of the ramp downwards on the east side so the daily limb daily offering limbs on the west and the additional offering limbs on the east so they can't get mixed up and we've said already that much of the tractate of shukalim is about the daily administration of the temple and here we can see the daily administration of the temple making sure that stuff doesn't get lost making sure that stuff doesn't get mixed up making sure that things don't get confused and it goes on vishel rashay chadashim nitanim mitachat karkov hamizbeach and those are the new moon offerings are placed on top of the rim of the altar, all round the altar, so that everybody knows when it's Rosh Chodesh. Because they know when it's a festival. They know when it's Shabbat. They know when the daily Tamid is. But of course, the new moon is only known when it's declared by the Bet Din. Until the Bet Din hear the witnesses and say, Mukudash, Mukudash, it is sanctified, it is sanctified, they don't know. That it's a new moon because a month can be either 29 or 30 days so for the new moon we need to actually place the limbs around the altar so that people know what's going on now 
How are we now going to go on? One question that's been asked, and I asked many times in the Baby Midrash, by the way, was do these laws still operate when the temple no longer stands? And to my uh, um, pleasure, this question is answered right at the end of the Masechet. So again, we can see Rabbi Huda Anasi as he's editing and finalizing the Mishnah of Shikalim. He closes, having begun his close, with a review of how the money is used in terms of administrating the daily offerings. He then goes on with a little bit of a recollection as to how things work when the temple no longer stands. Remember, he's editing the Mishnah 130 years after the fall, of the, after the destruction of the temple by the Romans. And he says, Hashkalim ve'habikurim e'nogim e'la bifnehabayt. The shekels and the first fruits are enforced only bifnehabayt, literally means in front of the temple, but we've translated here as when the temple stands. So the shekels are no longer collected after the temple has been destroyed. Aval, but maser daganu maser behimah behabachorot nohagin bein bifnei habayit bein shiloh bifnei habayit. But the grain tithe and the tithe of cattle and the tithe of firstborn are in force, both when the temple stands and when the temple doesn't stand. And that means that's because you can give these objects to a friendly levi or a friendly kohen. There's nothing. They don't, these objects don't need to be brought to the temple. So they can be given to Kohen, they can be eaten in Jerusalem, even when the temple is no longer standing. What if someone really does dedicate shekels or first fruits? If someone does dedicate shekels or first fruits, they are holy. And of course, that's a problem because you can't, they're, they're meant for the temple, but you can't bring them for the temple. What are you going to do with them? Well, I guess you could carry them to the Dead Sea and throw them in the sea. You, you can't, you know, you don't want to let them rot. It, it, you, you can't bring them to the temple, but you can't use them in any other way. You can't actively destroy them by burning them. What do you do? You you'd probably have to throw them into the sea. That's a problem. And Rabbi Shimon disagrees. By the way, the halakha goes, goes according to Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Halmer Bikurim Kodesh, Einan Kodesh. Someone who says the first fruits are holy, they are not holy. I.e., his words have no effect. According to Rabbi Shimon, first fruits do not, do not exist after the temple is destroyed. Whatever someone may say doesn't make any difference. They are not holy. The question, by the way, as to whether shekels can still be collected and used after the temple has been destroyed is open. And the Rambam seems to hint at that openness in his commentary on the Mishnah. So with that openness, with that doubt as to, you know, perhaps we can collect half shekels today. We're going to close the Mishnah of Shekalim and we're going to recite the Hadran. Hadran Allah Masechet Shekalim. We will return to you, Tractate Shkalim, and you will return to us. Da'atan alach, Masechet Shkalim, ve'da'atach alan, and your mind is on us. Lo nit n'shei minach, Masechet Shkalim, ve'lo nit n'shei minach. We will not forget you, Tractate Shkalim, and you will not forget us. 
Lo ba'alma hadain, velo ba'alma ta'atein. Not in this world and not in the next world. Recording stopped. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. <laughs>